and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons, starting with Jeremy Lee. Brap, brap, young, young. Noel Shefflin. Woo wop to bam! And replacing Tony for this week is Fred Durst. Nope. Fred Durst. <laughs> Fred <I'm> Sullivan. <laughs> As Fred uh, Sully himself. What, what, what does Tony say? Uh, what it do, baby boo? That's what he says. I, you I, you I, know I, that's what he says. I, you know that's what he says. I keep rolling, 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 rolling. That's what he whispers no. in your ear at night. What? what? Hmm? Yeah, Fred and Tony are roommates, if you guys didn't know. Yeah. So they Not to be confused with womb mates. Yes, we were mates. They were the roommates. <laughs> we were mates. <laughs> wow. Womb mates. Womb mates. Okay. If you guys like the show, be sure to support us over on Patreon. We've got some new shirts and cool stuff coming along. We're still working on Off the Rails. Tony and uh, Jeremy and Fred just shot the uh, first skit that will be a part of Off the Rails. Oh. It's going to be so fun. You didn't know that there were going to be skits in Off the Rails? Well, you don't know anything about stuff, but sometimes you might. So let's talk about the first topic of the day, which is the Wonder Woman trailer Mark Three: The Redemption. No. Okay. The I Redemption. believe that is the official trailer title. Yes. Yes. So Wonder Woman finally released a third trailer. This one giving us the closest look at the story yet. I am sorry that I watched it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? It gave it gave a, enough away. Okay. I did not want to see this much information. Damn. Okay. Uh, I mean, All right. You kind of already knew it was an origin story, though. I did, but like, there's certain things that I didn't want to see yet. Mm. Certain things that I didn't want to stuff I just want to see in the movie, yeah. like how she trained and and who trains her, and like the thing with uh, with Robin Wright's character. It's like, oh man, I wish I just kind of saw that in the movie. But it's not nothing major. I feel like they still mm-hmm. haven't shown the primary villain yet. So they put all their cards on the table yet. Yeah, is what you're saying. I don't think they have. They very well might. have. They may have. I mean, Batman versus Superman. If you saw that trailer, they put all their cards on the yeah, table and said, literally. hey, watch this movie because all this stuff is in it. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was plenty of there's Easter no, eggs. There's it was no great. Yeah. or mystery. This is what we have. No, I Enjoy that. Showing Doomsday in the trailer was just like, dude, yeah. why did you do that? Yeah. I who, wish you didn't do that, dude. Who does that? I don't get it, man. I don't yes. get it. What? So Jeremy watched the trailer last night, and he was he's a little iffy. How do you feel about this, dude? It makes me more worried about this movie. Why come? Uh, because I wanted to. <laughs> How come, Jeremy? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I was saying last night that, okay, all these shots look cool. Can't dispute that the CG looks awesome and the action is going to be badass. And I know that all the women in this movie are just going to kick ass. Hell yeah. But for what reason? Like, why? Like, it just seems like another big summer blockbuster thing that has no cohesiveness or what was the word that we used? Substance to the story. Like, it's just big bad guy. He's evil. He's going to get some special weapon and then you guys have to stop him. Cool. Why? Or else the world is going to end. Yeah, or uh, dude, else the world is going to end. Superhero movie. I think that's not his, true. That's his concern. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, why? You have so much There are superhero movies material that don't do that, to use. They're so much better than that. Granted, we haven't seen the movie yet, but, like, I feel like that's the route they're going to go. It just seems pretty obvious. And, like, I mean, it is if you're going to structure a story like that, mm-hmm. then there's not much room in a feature-length film to have any other stuff in it. Right. Interesting. Like with Logan, mm-hmm. for example, I'm not and I'm not trying to compare the two movies. Like yeah. they're obviously way different. But sure. with Logan, the premise is that the world has already ended pretty mm-hmm. much. All the mutants are gone. Yeah. Okay. What now? Right. That's the question. With this, they show it in the trailer too. Like, oh, there's a super weapon, there's some big evil bad guy, and then she's training to become a better warrior. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's Deadpool wasn't about the world ending and that movie was effective. Yeah. Exactly. So, what were we talking about last night with the, like the different themes and motifs? We were um, saying that uh, women, like women saving the day, essentially. Yeah. Um, uh, women. A, a okay, land, so a, a, women in power, foreigner coming into America, mm-hmm. um, and so, England. Yes, England, and like there's so many different things that you could play with here, and then 
and structure a story around. For sure. But I highly doubt that's going to happen. So, so... It's still just a trailer, though. So, so. do you gather that from the trailer? That, like, it's another... This or the world is going to end. Um, it looks like a popcorn flick for sure. Um, but I I don't know if that's a problem. And I I totally see where Jer's coming from on this. I in nine out of ten ways, I really do agree. Uh, especially just like want, I don't want a, like I don't want another big superhero spectacle. I just want a good story told with these characters, like a cookie cutter. The, you know this this film, I, and I think and this movie of all movies, the first female-led superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I honestly, I really do think that it just needs to be, it just needs to be fun, and it just, mm-hmm. it, I, I don't know if it needs to be the standout thing that changes the game. Like, would it just I need to be good enough? It yeah, honestly, it like, at, at this, this point, point, I'm just, I would really be stoked with a positive fan reception and then literally if they just bit marvel's formula because that's what it feels like to me when i watch this trailer i'm like this looks like a this looks like it could be a marvel film in terms of its structure Mm. and i wouldn't mind if if it was in its execution it felt that way even if that means the story is a little more generic and cookie cutter just because the the world doesn't need logan and the dark knight every single movie no it doesn't it it takes away the the value of those films. So I uh, I'm totally cool with this being just a fun adventure and uh, we were talking about this last night that World War 1 is a very dark, very visceral, horrifying war. Very brutal. Indeed. Very, very brutal. like mm-hmm. like not what well, I don't I mean I'm not I mean not, any war is. Uh, yeah, any war is, is especially the, the the reason and people might be like every war every war is 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 violent and a lot of people die but like True. world war 1 is is a very interesting war because there was like noxious gases being used they were still fighting with freaking swords mm-hmm. uh you know uh, i i don't know how frequent automatic weapons were i'm i'm not a huge history buff but like as far Just as the i turn of the century yeah it's like it was it was a huge uh event it was. It was. There was a lot of a uh, technological. There was a lot of transitions going on as far mm-hmm. as technology and the way that wars were fought. Yeah, yeah and basically, the, you're trying to get. Across. Yeah, it was trench warfare. The entire thing was trench warfare. Yeah, right? I mean, we've been used to obviously when you see in the past like swords and shields and other kinds of melee weapons being used mm-hmm. with bows and arrows, but like now you have actual guns being used in the fights, mm-hmm. as well as these swords are still being used. Like yeah. it's a it's a weird period in which. Also, when you're talking about mustard gas and everything mm-hmm. being used is a whole another ball game too. That's something oh, yeah. that we never had before. And that's something that we don't even really we don't it's no, like it's against, against the, the, the Geneva Convention. Yep. It's I'm pretty sure you can't use that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a war crime if you use those like mustard gas and yeah. and, and uh, all that stuff. So anyway. The, <laughs> the point that we're getting at the point I'm getting at with this was saying like this war is like not a it's not like World War II, which is not, no war is a fun war, but at least World War II is a battle between good and evil, and you can get behind a side because the, you know, the allied powers are fighting against Nazis. It's pretty the epitome easy. epitome of evil. Exactly. Right? It's yeah. pretty easy to rally up against an enemy who is trying to exterminate everyone else. Right. Like, it's it's black and white. World War One was not that. It was a dark war, and to set Wonder Woman during World War One would imply that it should be a little bit more heavy mm-hmm. because World War I is a heavy war. That's why we don't really see too many movies about World War I. Yeah. I think I this think... movie will be heavy. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, I think this movie will have been shot and intended to be heavy, but they edited it <laughs> differently yeah. to mm. appease people. Oh, geez. Hopefully that's so not we'll the see case. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope it's not the case. Yeah, it seems consistent in their message so far, from the first trailer to the third trailer. In their- previous interviews with Jeff Johns and Gal Gadot, they all said that, or mentioned, alluded to the fact that Wonder Woman, the movie, is going to be darker. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah, I remember hearing that. And too. yet, with these trailers, it doesn't feel that way. Well, this is probably the <laughs> yeah. Suicide Squad bug biting them in the ass. Mm. Let's be honest. I mean, talking about a darker movie and then trying to make light of it later on in editing. 
in post? See, I mean, again, another conversation we were having last night where, uh, Jeremy, your concern was that there might be too much comic relief in a film about World War One, And uh, I think, like, not all of it is them just trying to be, like, it's not silly humor. It's them just, most of it seems conversational. Like, it, it's a fish-out-of-water story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are mm-hmm. things where she's like, wow, this is amazing. It's like yeah. it's like Thor when he's like drinks the coffee for the first time. He's like, this drink is delicious, and then smashes on the floor. Another! It's fucking like, ridiculous like, and yeah. hilarious to us, but it's so, yeah. like, it's how he lived. Like, yeah. that's, that's what he does. That's what they do in Asgard. In Asgard. In the Guard of Ass. <laughs> yes. But, like, you know, that that's normal behavior. And it's funny to us because we're witnessing him do something we deem to be silly mm-hmm. and... And I don't know, uh, socially inappropriate. Yeah. So like, uh, I, I feel like if the humor is is derived from that, it could still, it could still like Winter Soldier and Civil War still had humor in them, but mm-hmm. Civil War was a, a at its core pretty, pretty dark, serious. pretty serious movie. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I'm from what I saw, I think it's going to be fun and it's going to be enjoyable i mean i was i was watching i I really hope so i was watching jeremy watching the trailer and like his initial reactions granted they were just him reacting to the visual how it looked the image not necessarily the story that he was receiving but like he seemed excited about it Mm -hmm. but that is also just because of the way it looks yeah because oh no it looks (laughs) awesome awesome. i can't i'm not gonna deny that yeah (laughs) wonder woman it looks dope especially some of the the action sequences? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. The- I've only seen GIFs. <laughs> oh, man. One of the <laughs> things... You're, you're not prepared, man. <laughs> it's going to be sick. I'm excited. One of the things that is a big standout for me, and I really, really like that they did it, is the visual contrast between what you're seeing on Themyscira versus what you're seeing in the oh, West. Yeah. You, yeah. Completely different. It's yeah. a different yeah. feel. That's cool. Themyscira, colorful, vibrant. Very, very it feels bright. golden. Lush. Okay. Yeah, golden. It, it like this very almost otherworldly, and then you go to London, yeah. and they even make a joke out of it. Like, ooh, like this is London. Like, and it looks like it's gray and it's drab That's and it's cool. ugly. I wonder if I wonder if uh, Aquaman is gonna kind of feel like that in the sense where his his home turf is gonna be vi- bright, vibrant and bright, and then the mainland is going to be drab like it is in the movies. That'd be kind of cool. I kind of dig that. <laughs> I like, he I comes like up to the mainland he's like, why is it so dry? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What did you think of the trailer? Federico Fellini? I don't know what that is still. He's uh, <laughs> a really famous director oh, from okay. like the 40s. Well, now I know. Thank you. Thank you for finally letting me know. Um, he's been calling me that for like two weeks. Uh, two weeks. The The trailer was awesome, in my personal opinion. It's, I mean, given it's just another hype trailer, you know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of getting you into basically getting into the hype. Hey, the watch movie. this movie. Yeah. They're like, hey, cool stuff happens. Show you some of that stuff. Come watch the movie. So like, who do we think? Who, do we know the bad guy is based on the trailer? I'm pretty sure. Sh- based on the trailer, no, I don't think. Okay. But I think we have an idea as to who the actual main villain is for the movie. Superman. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Superman is now the, ba- the greatest bro. villain in DC, in the DC films. <laughs> the Injustice storyline. Uh, I noticed I've been paying more attention to what's happening in in trailers. Because before, when I used to watch trailers, just... Or I still watch trailers now. Actually, I watch it every time. Like, all the time. Every yeah. trailer that comes out. Like, the minute it comes out. Yeah. But... You're a fiend. When I watch trailers... I don't pay attention to what's happening. I just get a feel for the visuals. Like, how does the movie look? What does it feel like? And that's it. Yeah, I remember having this discussion with Jeremy. I remember talking talking to you about this last night. You were saying that, like, when you when you watch a trailer for a movie and someone brings up a scene, oh, you remember that scene where, like, Vin Diesel did that thing? You're like, no, but I remember the movie feeling really dynamic and big. Yeah. I, I only like, get a huh. feel. Like, I don't remember stuff. Like, if you... If we talk about trailer, that's why all the other times we talk about trailers on Hawk Talk, like, oh, do you remember that moment when this happened or like they showed this for a split second? I'm like, I don't remember any of it because I don't wa- like I don't watch just, trailers for that purpose. Yeah, you- I don't watch to see people do things. I watch to get the cinematography, the feel of the the shots and stuff. The tone of the movie. The tone. The palette. Yeah. Color palette. Yeah. I watch for the color palette, for the angles and the way they move the camera. Man, you are so in the minority of why people watch trailers. Yeah, right? <laughs> I really don't know. If you ask me what trailers, what the trailers are about for 
any movie, I probably can't describe it to you because I don't know what it's Except about. for Man of Steel and Batman v Superman because then it's really just the whole movie. Yes, yeah, true. They're like, here's a supercut of the movie. No, you fucking sure, ask yeah. me. Like, I don't remember. I remember the Man of Steel trailers, but I don't remember what exactly it's about. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, mm-hmm. I, 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 sometimes I watch trailers for that reason too, like specifically, but I also pay attention to, to like the story and what's happening. Because that's also why I watch trailers. But I, I see what you're saying. Like ever specifically, ever since I've met you, I've been mm-hmm. watching trailers and movies. Like being a fucking hard ass critic on the cinematography. So much so yeah. that like there are some shots in The Dark Knight that I really don't like. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like to be fair, yeah, that's fair. But but like but it's 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 funny. Becoming a filmmaker makes you look at everything differently. Yeah. And it's a gift and a curse. And you can look at it in any kind of way. As a writer, mm-hmm. as a director, or watch it as a cinematographer. True chains. Or an actor. True hmm. chains. Very interesting. Um, I thought it was an entertaining trailer. I think it's going to be a fun movie. I think uh, whether people love it or hate it, I don't think it'll be as hated, like criminally hated, like Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I or don't BBS. know if it'll be as... I, I feel like... The general, I feel like critics will still dislike the movie, but I feel like fans will like it. I feel like this is going to be like Man of Steel, where it's going to be like, it's like, it's a movie. It's a good movie. People will like it, but like, people won't like it, and they'll they'll have valid reasons for not liking it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Here's the thing. All I'm saying, I think it's going to be good. I hope it's going to be good. I'm really excited for it. It looks beautiful. It looks fun. It looks cohesive. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, all it needs is a 60%. (laughs) <laughs> and that makes it the greatest DC movie that's come out since Man of Steel. Oh, Ow, God. That, oh, my that God. Is, <laughs> my heart. Oh, that is 60%. Something. 60%. That's all it needs, and it is the... Please, guys, just just a 60. Just, I just want a 60. I just need sexy percent. See, that's the thing. is like I'm going in with low expectations because I'm hoping to be blown away. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Like, I really just want this to be good. I trust Patty <laughs> Jenkins, a, man. I, I do. I really wish this just turns out to be all right. At least all right. At least. Hmm. I trust Patty Jenkins. She she seemed okay. like she knows what she's doing. She, she seems did, incredibly um, passionate. What did she do? She did... What was that one movie? That I don't know. Patty Jenkins. What is... She, wait, I'm going to look this up. Do it. Um, do it. Cool. Do it. Do it. Uh, I can't remember. We got a couple questions from Facebook while he's doing that. I'm just monster. That's what it was. Charlize Theron. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That movie. Charlize Theron won an Oscar for that. She so. certainly <laughs> did. Patty Jenkins directed Charlize to an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, one thing that I really did what? like, I freaking loved. That all of them shared the same accent. Oh. All the Amazon Amazonians yeah. shared the same accent. That was incredible. Dude. That's pretty cool. It actually felt like as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, like I, I know this, this trailer. Care of this. Yeah, this trailer, like, it kind of it kind of like like mm-hmm. I don't know, kind of hurt your excitement a little bit, I yeah. guess is the best way to put it. Like kind of douse the fire a bit mm-hmm. but for me as soon as i as soon as i saw the accents were there i was like uh there's a great level of care that mm-hmm. went into this that that is not an that is not something that accidentally yeah. happened i'm only gonna attribute my reaction to this trailer to the fact that it's just a trailer like mm-hmm. we haven't seen the movie right, this exactly. is like it's a trailer i of get course. it you need to sell tickets yeah. cool totally yeah that's and it didn't business. resonate with you yeah, that's and just that's business fine dude business uh, it shouldn't have to resonate with you. Um, but like when I, when I heard their accent, I mean, did anybody else notice that upon first glance? Uh, I noticed I that I didn't like, I didn't notice that everyone had the same accent. I just was kind of thinking like, what is her accent supposed to be like a mixture of, I a hundred percent thought that they were going to have British accents. Same, mm. same. I totally thought all the characters, that's always the go-to. Yeah. Yep. Anytime you want to make someone seem foreign, you give them a British accent because that's foreign to us. <laughs> it's far away, dude. Thanks, Hollywood. That's five hours away. Back in like the 30s and 40s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
it's interesting how you how our minds like oh they're they're British which means they must be from a foreign country which is not Britain. from a far off <laughs> land. Hey, That's like when you watch Star Wars and everybody like as the Imperial. Yeah, they're all got they're British. All British. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, any final thoughts about the trailer that anybody liked or did not like? Action sequences look dope. Action yep. sequences do look dope. dope. Yeah, yeah, gosh. Dude, anything with like the bullets or anything with the sword or the bow and arrow, what? Dude, <laughs> anything with Wonder Woman. I just see her like flying on the ground doing all this crazy okay, shit. Okay, the one shot like, that what? I do remember, or two shots. One shot is uh, one of the Amazonian swing. I think it, see, I don't even know who swung, but I know it was an Amazonian. She swung down on a rope next to the cliff on the beach that beach scene whatever that is and then fired two arrows out of her her bow that might have been robin wright was that her character because that shit was dope that sounds cool maybe even three arrows maybe they made it but it was multiple arrows at one time (laughs) and then one other shot where the bullet is flying across the battlefield and wonder woman just walks up blocks and that oh my god spark that shit was cool (laughs) that shit was was cool that's dude wonder woman like, I didn't even know they could go this direction with her. Like, she is so sick yeah, she's in, dope, in the dude. action, she's dude. <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh, I had no I idea what to expect. Her just, like, handle shit. Oh, she's going to handle it all right. She's going to give gonna... him the bit. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. Right. Movement after Do we have any so. fan quests? Uh, here's actually an interesting question that I... I mean, we can take these questions after, or we can jump straight into the other topics. Oh, Game of Thrones, ass. huh? What do you talk about? Questions the Throne of Games. Game of Thrones. Right now, we're gonna do both. But which one do you, should we do right now? Hmm. Game of Thrones. Cool. Okay. So you want to? Because that's an actual one? topic. You're an actual topic. Yeah, sure. So I guess at that young PAX East. Uh, the showrunners of Game of Thrones confirmed that the eighth and final season of Game of Thrones will only be six episodes. Eighth Dope. and final. Eighth and final. Oh boy. Season. <sighs> yeah, man. That hurts. Does it? That, that eight seasons. You always want more. Yeah, you always want episodes. more. But this is good. They're it's, not it stretching that out. <laughs> it is it's, a good thing. You they're want taking good care of it. It's mm-hmm. definitive end is what you want. Yeah. You don't want it to keep going and going and going. True. And just be terrible. Hashtag Supernatural. I'm just kidding. Bro, <laughs> totally joking. it's actually really good. Hashtag Simpsons. I don't know if what? anybody else watches Supernatural out there, but it's actually pretty good. Um, uh, so that that season's going to be nuts, guys. Wait, so is season seven going to be ten episodes? Seven. Only seven, seven episodes. Seven episodes. Wait, oh, seven? I thought it was going to be eight. Seven. So season eight is going to be six. Correct. Seven Dang. and six. Ooh. So are they're, they extended episodes? Yeah. Wait, so what? How I long? wonder if it's seven episodes, and from now on until the end of the entire series, every episode will have something major, like how season six was. That's and that was ten episodes. Most the way Kit Harrington was talking, he was saying that, like, the reason... Or I don't know if it was Kit or if it was D.B. Weiss, or if it was, like, just a bunch of different people from Game of Thrones. Yeah. But they were saying that... The reason why they shorten the season is so they can focus more energy uh, on each episode. So like, oh my god, it'll be longer. The CGI will be greater. Like that, everyone's gonna get more act, like more scenes. Oh everyone's man. wait. So each episode is even longer. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And it's like if you look at it, all the characters so far, yeah, have been uh, separated. Yeah, and it seems like we're on the cusp of all the characters, kind of. It's finally starting to come together. So you don't have to keep cutting back and forth to each of these characters' point of view because each of these characters are now in small groups together. Like you had, we were originally following 20 different characters and now they're separated into three stories. Some characters, a lot of those characters haven't even seen each other since season one. Mm -hmm. True. For six years, they haven't seen each other. Uh, There are Mm -hmm. characters who haven't seen each other since the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. There are characters who have never seen each other. Yeah. And they're all about to converge. Yeah. Holy crap. I know a lot of our audience doesn't actually listen uh, or uh, watch Game of Thrones, but if you are old enough, uh, definitely consider it. It is hands down one of the finest, finest shows I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Just unbelievably well crafted, unbelievably. the storytelling mm. is like none other. Yeah, the like storytelling, the, the set design, everything is so, like, they take such great care of every little detail that you feel like mm-hmm. you're not really watching a show. 
Like the acting is so fluid and flawless and natural and everything just ha- like it just feels like you're watching history happen. I don't know. Like that's really the only way I can explain it. Like, yeah. like I don't feel like I'm watching a like, show. I feel like if I'm- you're an aspiring filmmaker, whatever position that you want to try out, definitely watch that show in that light too, because mm-hmm. like you could learn a lot mm-hmm. from just watching that show. Oh, absolutely, guys. If you're if you're a hopeful one day filmmaker, then uh, you guys got to watch stuff beyond just Arrow and the Flash and stuff like that, because and just. Actually, watch stuff beyond your interests mm-hmm. because Absolutely. there's works of art out there anywhere in any kind of genre and medium. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And all of those can help you on your journey to become a better filmmaker and a better person. And a better storyteller. You just got to broaden your horizons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, was a th- there was a time where, for some reason, I just refused to watch any movie that had subtitles because I was stupid. But <laughs> that, that, there's out. a lot of movies that have subtitles, guys, so don't, You're don't do that. You're missing out on a yeah. lot, dude. Some of my favorite movies are with subtitles. True. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and uh, you also didn't watch Game of Thrones for the longest time because yeah. you don't like time. fantasy. It's very true. So, I also don't like fantasy, but I watched that show. That yeah. show's sick. It's, that show's it good. It straddles the line, And dude. how much have you learned now? After watching Game of Thrones, quite a bit. I mean, I, I well, do you use know a lot things. of things. Ter- you do know some things, yes, <laughs> but you know nothing so far. Like even in our own projects, we've used techniques that have been used in Game of Thrones. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Great oh, we're, it would be we would be remiss to say that we weren't heavily impacted by Game of Thrones and, mm-hmm. and that we aren't. We probably are better filmmakers just from experiencing that show, oh, yeah. watching it unravel, mm-hmm. and like even just you watch that show and there are things that you did not notice the first time, and then you watch it again. Mm-hmm. Like uh, this is not a spoiler, but in we just watched episode ten of season six because my girlfriend's watching the show for the whole first time. We decided to watch season six with her. The, there's a moment where you see a character pop up in the beginning of the episode, and then you see that character pop up at the end of the episode. And you don't know who that character. I, like I didn't even realize that t- those two characters because it was such a minor moment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they were the same person. Yeah. And then I watched it again and was like, "Oh crap! Oh, they set this up. Oh my god, they set something else up that I know they're going to. Oh yeah, they're going to move on in the next season. And it's crazy. Anytime I rewatch the show, like I see things. There's I'm like, wow, new. they set they set this up in episode one and in episode ten of season six. It's like it finally paid off. Yeah, like, or like it finally there are came so to fruition. Exactly. There's just so many threads. Oh my it's god! Just, it's just beautiful storytelling. There's so many threads, and it's almost you, you watch the show, and you're as a filmmaker. I'm like, I have no idea how you could have crafted this so immaculately mm-hmm. in just a year. You guys wrote this entire, like literally. I mean, they're writing this show on their downtime, right? That's how they're There's, doing. They're this. writing season eight right now. Yeah, dude. Within the next two years, they need to finish thirteen full-length feature films, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Basically, yeah. each mm-hmm. of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, there's so much content. <laughs> That's a tall <laughs> That's a order. So. That is a tall order, and yet somehow for ten episodes in season six, every episode had something major happen. Something mm-hmm. huge. Some kind of reveal or something happening, and you're just like, yeah, or employed some kind of filmmaking technique that you're like, oh wow, I've seen this technique before, but they used it to great effect. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just their their visuals or their storytelling. It's like think about the music in mm-hmm. oh, the music in is... episode ten of season. Oh my six. god, the music oh. told most of the story. Like you listen to the music and it told you a story, mm-hmm. and then you can listen to that song and kind of piece together a story from it because it is so present oh, yeah. in the experience. And it's like that, unbelievable, like, man. Even in uh, season three, they play a certain song all of season three, and like it just, it just, it, and then and then an event happens at the end of season three with that song played, and like. Ever since then, that song just reminds you of that moment, and oh, like yeah. it just has so much weight. But even before, like that song, they mm-hmm. were just like, "Dude, this show is so good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing in season six, in episode ten. Mm-hmm. There's a certain theme that plays, and every time I hear it, I'm, my heart just feels heavy. I'm like, "Oh my god, I can feel the weight of these these characters." So good, man. And their problems. 
See, okay, so issues. going back to the point where expanding your horizons and watching stuff outside of your interests, and I know, Danny, and I totally get that you don't want to watch heavy, heavy movies. That totally it's just I'm rarely in the mood for a heavy, heavy movie. Yeah, well, you're never going to be in the mood for a heavy movie. You just watch and experience the story. And then at the end, you drink a lot of water because you've lost a lot of liquid. Um, uh, yeah. So crying. That's okay. I mean, I totally get why you don't want to watch it because you're just not in the mood to feel bad about something, you know. And I totally get it. But like movies, like Moonlight or Fences, or even actually Pursuit of Happiness is great. Um, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Like the, all of these movies have you become a better filmmaker just by watching it. Mm-hmm. And you might not like it, but you can definitely learn from it. Yep. Dallas Buyers Club especially. Oh, my God. That movie's a beautiful movie, dude. That was a beautiful movie. That is a beautiful movie. <laughs> but, like, just the techniques, the, the way that they structured that movie and the way that the characters talk to each other. Yes. The arcs mm-hmm. of each character is so well organized and done and told mm-hmm. that I'm surprised no one else can do it like that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so simple and yet so effective mm-hmm. that the way that they do it. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Movies, bro. I don't know, man. Did you see Dallas Buyers Club? I did not. Okay. I want to see it though. Yeah. It's people who say Jared Leto is a bad actor. You Lol. clearly have not seen him in any other movie because in everything else that he does, even his fucking music videos. Are Dude, you kidding me? I mean, people who say that Jared Leto is a bad actor don't know. Don't like they just must, don't even know. Yeah, you, you just every might not, 30 seconds to Mars music video is a work of art. Every single one of them. Yeah. True. It, Whatever, guys. It's like, dude, if you don't like Expand their music, that's totally fine. Like, it, it music is subjective, and mm-hmm. movies are subjective. Yeah, and I totally get it, but you can't say, state your opinion as a fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. saying that Jared Leto is a bad actor. Nah, dude, he's not a bad actor. He won an no. Academy. You're award. a bad critic. Yeah. You just don't yeah. like him. <laughs> you just, yeah, you just don't like him. But like, let's, you know, that's fair. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's fair, but it's like, you know, don't don't. Like yeah, that irritates the fuck out, especially no, after Suicide Squad. Too, like everyone, there was this big like Jared Leto. Let's let's all hate on Jared Leto thing. It's like cool to hate on Jared Leto now, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not getting on that bandwagon, dude. Like, don't get me wrong, I didn't love his performance in Suicide Squad because I just didn't like the movie, the yeah. way the movie was edited mm-hmm. or the the treatment of that character. Mm-hmm. His acting was fine. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, he acted what was on the page. We yeah. didn't get to see him do anything. No. He didn't nope. do anything. No. <laughs> How do you know he did bad? He didn't do anything. He didn't have he, time. Just the deleted hey. scenes. He was already like, oh, Dude, this is interesting. Yeah, the deleted scenes. I was like, where's that? I feel like they picked the weirdest. Because <laughs> I know, like, they, you know Jared Leto's an actor who likes to play. Yeah. So they specifically picked the weirdest takes and put it in because, oh, like, that feels Joker, right? Yeah. Joker's weird, so let's put in the weirdest takes. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. put in no. all these weird no. takes that make me, make me go like, these are the wrong kind of weird. Like, the hunka-hunka <laughs> hunka hunka line bothers me. It's also out me. of context because the scenes are just, like, stripped short to, bare. like, the bare basic of yeah. what that yeah. scene anyway, is about. Anyway, let's reel it back yeah, in. Yeah, my bad. Anyway, yes, yeah, no, indeed. like, that was my bad, but... Like, that's the thing, is, like, I have my opinion on that character, but everything else I've seen Jared Leto in has been great. Everything mm-hmm. else he's done has been great. He won a fucking Oscar yeah. for supporting. Yep. And guess who else won an Oscar for supporting that everybody can't get off the bandwagon? Heath Ledger. So, like... True. The, the fact that one is no longer alive, mm-hmm. even though they won both won the same award for an amazing performance, it's like, dude... Give yeah. credit where it's yeah. due. Give the guy respect. He is a good actor. For anyway. sure. Anyway. You guys should see Dallas Buyers Club. Totally get it if you don't want to. It's a heavy movie. But I yeah, want to see just it a suggestion. Still. Filmmaking, bro. Show Filmmaking, it to bro. me. Yeah. Show it to me. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I will. Okay. Already got it, man. Cool. <laughs> Fan Thanks. questions? Yeah. yeah. Well, we can right. answer some uh, questions from the audience. The audience. audience. The audience. Um... Let's see. Check in with the... Bro, bro, okay, wait, 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 hold up. Since we're still kind of on Game of Thrones. Okay. Season six. Spoilers for Game of Thrones, by the way, if you haven't haven't caught up. Uh, 
I think we were talking about this earlier. Game of Thrones. So season seven, I think it's just going to be a bad, a war for the throne. And the White Walkers aren't even there yet. Mm-hmm. We'll see them as a threat. Mm-hmm. And they start to build their army or whatever. Army They're approaching. Of the dead. They're definitely approaching. Winter has come. So Winter is coming. At the start, or at, at least the finale of season seven. And you know how Game of Thrones is with their finales. This is going to be some crazy shit. So Dude. I imagine <laughs> the finale will be the White Walkers actually arriving at their doorstep and shit goes down. And that's when they think... That's when everyone is up to speed. Okay, maybe Jon Snow is right. Winter, you know, that's not a good thing. So do, do Winter we think, are bad. Do we think the wall is going to fall? Or do you think they're going to get totally. over it? No, oh, it's yeah. Fall. <laughs> the, that's, like, if you show it's the make wall... A statement. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, this entire time, in the rules of this universe, the wall is the... The, the one shield. thing that is immovable. Mm-hmm. Immovable. Like, it's the shield, it blocks everything, and they show you the scale, and they t- they talk about the wall a lot. You know, they talk about it a lot, and it's not just a thing. It's it's, going a, it's an down. entity, you know? Going down. And it's been a constant for thousands of years. And you know what happens to tradition in Game of Thrones. It goes out the window. Very yeah, true. Yeah. So Dude, the wall is going to fall. You know how Winterfall, Winterfell is going to go down, too? It's next in line like after that. Down yeah, to, yeah. Mm, like, they're coming down. Like, do you think the battle to. is going to be in King's Landing? Like, do you think that's where they're going to meet? Because... Uh, what's her face? Uh, Daenerys is coming from from Essos, yeah, and everyone else is in King's Landing, yeah. except for these guys in Winterfell. And then the Walkers are up here, mm-hmm. so they have to come through the Wall. They have to either they're either going to storm through Winterfell, or that's where the battle is going to, or start. like they're going whoever's at Winterfell is going to retreat. Hmm. Or that's where the the battle starts. Yeah, I don't want it to happen, but I think Winterfell is going to fall Probably. again. Again, Dude. damn man. Or so, okay, so season seven is going to be the huge, you know, the war for the throne itself mm-hmm. in King's Landing. And I think, what if Arya travels to the west, west of Westeros? Because we haven't, like, they haven't mentioned anything about it. And They talked she, about it briefly in one of the yeah. episodes, I remember that. Very, yeah, very briefly. I don't know, like, they, they say they don't know what's out there. Mm-hmm. Like, the end of the world, maybe? Maybe something's out there mm. that's, that helps. I don't know. But at the end of season seven, I think that's when the White Walkers will actually arrive. Mm-hmm. And then all of season six will just be one huge ass battle. Damn! Dude. Like imagine if season seven is like Deathly Hallows Part One, and then season, season eight. eight is part Deathly two. Hallows Part Two. Woo. Jesus, the because you know how the intro to every episode of Game of Thrones basically shows each location that they talk about in the mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to happen when, like, if the wall does fall? Like, what are they going to show for that? Like a crumbled ass wall, it's just man. a crumbled <laughs> wall. Like, oh my that's God. serious. That's been a staple for the entire series mm-hmm. yeah that'd be incredible incredible anyway we should probably go to viewer questions yes go ahead so one of the most consistent questions i'm seeing right now is uh how do we feel about the early reviews for iron fist so early uh critics were given six episodes to review from iron fist mm-hmm. and uh so that's six there's still seven left six mm-hmm. yeah there's a total of 13 and uh let's uh Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you oh, go to okay. Rotten Tomatoes, Holy and rot- Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of people think that means like for like the 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 end all. Yeah, that like that that is literally it's like a it's like Metacritic where it it combines different reviews. So some of these are decent reviews, but if the if the, if the reviews are only subpar, like if it's like eh, it was all right, it usually counts as like a. As like a negative it's review, a negative. so like they've got a weird algorithm there. So mm-hmm. it doesn't always mean that the movie is, or the movie so or show um, is super bad. Yes. But it's so unless the review is like, oh, this is amazing, it won't be a fresh rating. Exactly. So currently, it's sitting at a whopping fourteen percent. Oh my lord! Jeez, <laughs> uh, dude. Like for context, can you pull up one of the other ones? Uh, one of the other Marvel like TV shows. Daredevil. You could do Daredevil. You can do do Jessica okay. Jones. Yeah, Jessica Jones. Wow, Fort. Like Fourteen sounds awfully oh low. Oh my god, eighty-seven percent for Marvel's Daredevil. For okay. okay, okay. So that kind of gives you a little bit of context. Oh man, Jessica Jones comes in at a ninety-three percent. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is praised as being the, as being the, the best, best one. one yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and then we'll conf- we'll check and with and then Das Luke Cage over or under under <laughs> for sure yeah under? that's under. probably the lowest rated honestly uh, does it even not that's have a the wrong one yeah it's gotta be wrong that's no I, it's, actually it's probably in line with Daredevil don't you think yeah. Probably I guess I'm gonna that. say it's on the same part as Daredevil. 80. 96. 96. Damn. Damn. Sweet justice. Damn. I'm sweet, happy I'm sweet wrong. Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Oh my Christmas. gosh, I was super wrong. <laughs> Damn. I really? love it when I'm wrong. Man, I liked Daredevil so much better, but Damn. it was still entertaining. Yeah. I, I just thought the I end still have of to watch the second Luke half. Cage kind of fell short. But yeah. the first Is it because Daredevil is more action packed? No, the first nine episodes of Luke Cage was really good. I thought yeah. it got a little silly toward the end, is my problem with yeah, it. Yeah, episode ten or like the the finale definitely got a little silly. Yeah, I love the homage they were paying to like the the costume and all that. Mm-hmm. But I was at, at a certain point with his brother, I was just like, wait, wait yeah, this is getting that was silly. interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have really to continue like to Luke watch Cage. that show. Yeah, Luke Cage yeah. is sick. Do you um, think it's? Do you really like Luke Cage? Uh, I, from basically the last episode that I watched with you guys. Okay, uh, is the last one I watched. Uh, which was good, but so far, yeah, up until that point, it was great. Okay, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. The music was awesome. Everything was great in that show. Interesting, you said that because I was about to ask. Do you think we enjoyed it more just because we are more inundated in hip hop culture and that kind of stuff? That that is a good question. It could be because that show is definitely heavily influenced by hip hop. Oh yeah, I for can sure. Tell you it's very hard for me to relate to these characters. Yeah, in. Like there's like the fundamental human way mm-hmm. that I can, but there's a lot of like different core ways. human nature. Yeah, but there's a lot of things that I can't relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of the life experiences and yeah, but like subculture. Uh, for the record, like I give personally, I give Daredevil an A, I give Jessica Jones an A, and I give Luke Cage a B plus. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like far yeah, off. Yeah, I mean it's, it's, not, it's still great. Yeah, it's, it's still, still great. It's still, still really great. good. I just yeah. don't like it as much as Daredevil because it's better action, and I just thought that the acting. In Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. overall, is probably the best acting in any of the Oh, yeah. In oh any of the God. Marvel shows. Was phenomenal. Yeah. Dude, mm. Kilgrave's acting Kilgrave is, is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So David good. Tennant kills it. Oh. But, yeah, so basically using that as context where all these are rated as an 87 or higher, and this is and Iron Fist is now getting 14%. Granted, all of these shows are out and have been out and have mm-hmm. been watching in its entirety. Yes. And also, you <laughs> said true. that the critics... Received only six episodes from yep. Iron Fist. Yep. So uh, I don't know if you guys saw the study that Netflix put out that the average amount of time for a viewer to be hooked on a TV show, and they listed for every show too, but I think it averages around like five or six episodes before a viewer is really hooked on that show mm-hmm. to keep watching. So if they only got six episodes, I mean, and they're not, maybe and they're not hooked. Then. So I read a couple mm. of the reviews while you guys were talking about Game of Thrones just to <laughs> kind of get caught up to speed because mm-hmm. I haven't really been keeping up with this. <laughs> So, for the record, they're saying that the average rating, the average score, is a 5 out of 10. That's an F. Um, uh, despite being mostly disliked by critics, it's, they're, saying that, they're also saying that it's just a 5 out of 10 show for six episodes. This was rated by 14 people total. Two gave it a fresh review. Twelve gave it a... Uh, rotten review, mm-hmm. and these are some of the things that were said. I mean, about the, the first show. six episodes could just all be set up so far because mm-hmm. it's totally brand new. We haven't seen this character mm-hmm. yet. It yeah. just seems like a ballsy move for them to put out six episodes when they know there's so much more. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I I read some of these, and these reviews don't seem. Yeah, you know what? Make up your own opinions after I read them. <clears throat> the first one by Travis Johnson from Film Inc. Not a complete mess, but it's a significant step down in quality. Eric mm. Eisenberg from Cinema Blend. Nothing in Iron Fist is more shocking, shockingly underwhelming than its trio of antagonists. Damn. Okay. Trio. Well, antagonists, which have been some of the strongest in oh, Marvel yeah. cinematic in general, is the villains of the Netflix show are the best villains. Oh, yeah. So to say that they're weak is like a gut punch to hear. Yes. Far inferior to its predecessors, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. That comes from uh, Gizmodo. Slow moving and light on action, Iron Fist is a low point for Marvel's Netflix franchise. Come from uh, The Daily Dot. This is a fresh review, one of the few, from Collider. Iron Fist isn't terrible, and some of it is actually very good, but it should be so much better. Wow. That's a positive uh, review. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Go back to the one that said it was slow. 
Slow moving and light on action, Iron Fist is a low point for Marvel's Netflix franchise from Gavia Baker, White Law, hmm. The Daily Dot. Slow moving and light on action. So it seems to be much more story Jessica driven. Jones was slow moving and light on action. Is that a, really a critique? No. That is literally just an observation. But yeah. to be fair, this is a show called Iron Fist about a martial artist who has power in his hands. I kind of feel like there's an implication that there will be action. Watch them seven episodes are literally all action. My, <laughs> one of my would favorite movies that I talk about all the time, Hero, Jet Li. That's fairly light on action mm-hmm. and just all story. It's straight up martial art. It's a wushu movie. Yeah. The movie's beautiful. From This is another positive review from Empire. Iron Fist works some fantastical... Uh, fantastical flavor into the MCU's down-to-earth Defenders nook, but it needs more proper kung fu flair than showrunner Buck allows. Hmm. Mm. Could be the tail end of the season that has it. Mm-hmm. So they just the big finale. Yeah, I mean it's only the first six episodes, and I, from what I see in the trailers, he's training to become the Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what? Oh man, Ooh, this one. This one tackles some interesting. Uh, from uh, this is uh, Alan Sepinwall from Uproxx. It's easily the worst of the Netflix Marvel shows, and an unfortunate illustration of the perils of miscasting. Damn. Do you think miscasting someone else would have fared better for them? Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm Tough. not saying casting an Asian for Danny Rand just not have Danny Rand. Because Danny Rand is a white character. Yes. But written as a white character, specifically as a white character in a time when... In the 1970s. Yeah. You whitewashed I mean, things. yeah, that's... Yep, that. Not what you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maureen Ryan from Variety says, It takes forever for anything to happen on Iron Fist. And... As it stumbles along, the uninspired production design, unexceptional cinematography, and painful dialogue fail to distract the viewer from the overall lack of depth, detail, or momentum. Damn, that is a very that that's detailed. That's critique. detailed. <laughs> like that is a that is a critique. Yeah, not just Who like is this? this is slow. That was that was Maureen Ryan from Variety. I I, I was a uh, so I actually do want to read this quote because I feel like this is un. Mm reasonably mean Ooh, and okay. i think it's yeah i i i i don't know if it's it's like a if it's cool to be as as ruthless to review something marvel's iron fist isn't just the wimpiest punch ever thrown by the world's mightiest superhero factory the new netflix binge swing swings and misses so bad that it spins itself around and slaps itself silly with a weirdly flaccid hand but even that might be generous. Swing and a miss implies effort. Iron Fist, devoid of vision, lacking in exceptional chops, barely even tries. It assumes its own marvelousness and proceeds to tediously and, and proceeds tediously from there, offering few satisfactions for any possible audience. The, the media was only uh, the media was only given six of the thir- uh, season's thirteen episodes for review, but I was snoozing after episode two and ready to check out after three. This is a yellow belt drama that deserves to flunk out of t- uh, the TV dojo. I was like, I read Who that and I was just like, uh, that was uh, Entertainment Weekly. I was like, fuck, man, that's oh, uh, they gave it a D. Wait, no, who is this the from Entertainment? I don't. It doesn't say in this article. This is uh, from Movie Phone. Oh, Movie okay. Phone. Sorry. Jeez. Um, that's mean as movie fuck, phone. Dude. Uh, yeah, like whoever that, that is. That's. I don't like when people critique like that. Like, you can tell. You can specifically like that. You can tell that that person. Is there a reason why the name isn't on there? Mm. For it the looks author? like it was just grabbed from Entertainment Weekly. It was probably Weekly. just grabbed for Entertainment Weekly and they yeah. just grabbed it. Oh, okay. That, per- that person that's is a stupid. writer before a critique because there's no reason why you would. That first yeah. half of that paragraph is completely irrelevant. Like, mm-hmm. don't even say that. Like, a, a flaccid hand. Just like, what are you talking about? Just because you're a writer doesn't mean you're a critic. Yeah. And other way around, too. Like, I mean, the, to, also, whoever that is, your opinion has much less weight to me now. I'm not going to say I'm not going to read any of your stuff anymore, whoever it is. I mean... Because uh, that's just mean. The thing is, is, is this show could be really terrible. Uh, I mean, that's... I felt like that was an unnecessarily brutal... Review and yeah. I don't really like when uh, when people who are reviewing 
uh, films or TV get so masturbatory with their uh, with the way that they're uh, you know shitting on the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just like you know it's like this is almost like you're just kind of uh, you're just kind of flexing your muscles and, and showing like look how good of a writer I am. But mm-hmm. it's like is it necessary to be so, like do I mean I don't know maybe it's because we're filmmakers but like we people worked on this man mm-hmm. we know people who worked on Iron Fist yeah mm-hmm. and and they put their all into it yeah they, everyone puts their all into anything they do no one is out to make a bad movie <laughs> no one's no. out to make a bad TV show and yep. like and and it does suck because I I do think that they should have cast someone else mm-hmm. uh, but like that that's, person clearly has never worked in the movie industry right or in any creative industry mm-hmm they don't professionally, care. at least. They I feel care. really bad for Finn Jones, man. He's just an actor trying to do a job, and he's been trying to justify his casting. Mm-hmm. And it's like it kind of sucks because it's like, dude, you are fighting an uphill battle yep. that you are not gonna win. Like yeah. people are what gonna hate do? on you now for just being white. Yeah, Finn Jones is just a working actor. Yeah. Like you can't tell me that if you're in this industry and someone uh, offers you a job, you're not gonna take it. If Marvel, if Disney, like the Mecca, this is like people aspire to work for this company. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to turn that down? And you I can't. get some people like there's people out there who don't like Marvel. There's people out there who don't like superhero of course, stuff. Of course. And that's fine. Like, you can pass on it. But like, yeah. he took this job because it was offered like yeah. or he, he worked for it. This is his yeah, job. I auditioned for it. <laughs> yeah. I worked his ass off to beat out a bunch of other people for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's still a job. And he still has a career to take care of. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, it sucks. It is what it is. I really am curious if this is backlash for for mm-hmm. the casting or if it legitimately isn't a good show. Yeah, you know that, I, that's what I really am curious about. I heard that his all of costume, this is just one side of the coin, by the way, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. critics hate a lot of things that we end up liking. Mm-hmm. So take that with a grain. We're taking it with a grain of salt. We hope you guys do too. I still fully intend on watching the entire series from start mm-hmm. to finish, whether I hate the first couple episodes or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, you have to let it. You can't the story fully told. like mm-hmm. experience something unless you finish it. So. Exactly. And uh, and I can't wait to watch it. And th- none of these reviews are derailing me from wanting to experience it. And guys, I hope nobody's out there celebrating. Like I know we got a lot of DC fans in the audience. And uh, and it's easy to kind of be like, oh, cool, like it's Marvel bad is for everyone when mm-hmm. something fails. Yep, there well, you go. It's true. Oh yeah, Marvel, Marvel, uh, Marvel can bleed. <laughs> and uh, that scene between Batman and Superman is just DC and Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they scream a- Martha together. Are you guys still gonna watch? Iron Fist, let us know in the comments below. Are you still still excited about it? Or are you I can't hear optimistic? you. Are you or not? I can't, I can't hear you. Tell us I now. I can't hear you. Tell us now. That's okay, how it works, got it. right? Thanks. Got you. Oh, cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, let's answer Telepathy. some more questions from the audience. Oh, wait. Are you guys still totally down? Oh, yeah. yeah no, are you kidding me? I watched yes. the shit out of that. Dude, it's martial I, arts. I still need to finish Luke Cage because I'm, a, I'm yeah. a terrible human being. Yes, you are. I need to finish Jessica Jones. Yes. Okay. So. Bro, the ending of Jessica Jones was awesome. It so you left so off good. on the l- the last episode that we watched together in which was my like living seven room or eight was like or seven was yeah. like the basically the turning point of the season. Yeah, the turning point. Yeah, where did you leave off on Jessica Jones? Uh, it was either episode eight or nine. Eight or wow, nine. So I remember so the last deep. thing that happened. I just remember. Yeah, well, you're getting there too, mm-hmm. though, towards the end. So, or no, I, wait, halfway through. You're about halfway through. I'm over halfway through. It's only thirteen episodes, right? You're right. Like yeah. So if I'm episode eight or nine, I don't remember anything. I wasn't. I wasn't super into it, but I was also distracted. Well, I just need to. I honestly, what I'm gonna do is I need to just watch it all in one sitting. That's all. That's why I'm I gonna rewatch yeah, it all. At this point, you should just restart it and then mm-hmm. go in with a fresh mind. Yep. And watch the rest. You don't mm-hmm. know what to do. I will. I want to watch Westworld. I hear that's good. Yes. Yes. Oh my god! I, I saw the first too. episode and already. Let's, let's do that. Thanks, Al. I watched the first episode and I was under the assumption I was going to watch the rest of it with my friends, and then they just watched it without me. <laughs> so I was like, "We'll wait right. for you, dude. Let's do it." Uh, no, we won't. <laughs> I somehow doubt this. Dick mode. I mean, I've Dick already mode. seen it, but like, we can since you guys haven't seen it, we can all like start this together. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about this more after the show. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. yeah let's excited. all watch Westworld together. Everybody, you guys are gonna watch Westworld? We'll yes. stream it. Yeah, three of us watching Westworld. Uh, we can. But you guys, we, I mean, we, we won't. C- no, we'll do Netflix party. Yeah, yeah but we you won't can do that. 
we won't film the TV. We'll only film us watching the TV and reacting. And it'll Dude, just it'll be, be really boring. Oh the best part about it, we won't even react. We'll just sit there in silence as we're watching it. <laughs> oh, my we'll God. Do you know, you know there are extensions go, wow. to help Dude, uh, that? that people... It's kind of like Skype except for watching streaming services. So, for example, Netflix has Netflix Party or like other plugins for Chrome mm-hmm. so that it syncs up everyone's viewing, Netflix viewing, yep. to at the same time. So, And there's a chat panel on the side, and then you can connect up a webcam if you want to. Dude, yep. that's amazing. I we know, can actually right? do it. So we can watch movies and stuff? Yeah. Dude, dude, would dude, you guys want to watch movies and dude, TV with technology. us? We should watch Iron Fist with our fans. Dude, no. Yes, guys. We can do that, but honestly... Uh, I'll talk to you about that afterwards. Hey, screw you, Fred. Just kidding. <laughs> Fred, I love Fred, you. Fred, are you shitting on our dream right now? Yes. Fred, you're always yeah, trying is, to tell us no. This is your dream? God, my Fred. Poop. Fred's always telling us. Jeez, hey guys, you're always hey trying guys, to tell me scientific facts about things that I don't want to know. What? Just so you know, this is actually Jeremy doing that to me most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh... Oh my god. Uh what? Do we have any questions on the tweets? Questions on Twitter. Diego S slash Apple Shampoo. Naturally. Diego Mm. Luna. Um (laughs) thoughts. Uh so we already gave our thoughts on the one on one trailer. His second question was why do most twenty four episode network single camera shows tend to be meh while ten to thirteen episode shows? succeed most of the time i'm talking i'm talking behind the scenes like writer's team or story we talked about this before Mm -hmm. when you try to stretch a story across 24 fucking episodes (laughs) there's so much filler and fluff especially when you have to keep up every single week yep like movies are effective because it you can digest in one sitting and there's just enough time just enough time to tell one complete story where you feel invested in the characters. 10 episode seasons, 10 to 14 episode seasons, are just enough episodes over a course of one, I guess, a few months, one season, Mm -hmm. is enough to tell one complete story where you spend enough time with the characters to become invested in their story. 24 episodes twice as long, there's always going to be like a villain of the week if it's a superhero show. Yeah. And just and anything just else. It's a superhero show. Like, look at it's Supernatural. Just, yeah, yeah. Any anything. Like, it, you're going to run out of ideas and you're going to run out of filler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when things start getting boring. That's when uh, relationships continue to recycle. Mm-hmm. That's yep. when you cut. Also, behind the scenes, since you're asking, like production wise, if you had a million dollars, let me rephrase that. If you had a hundred million dollars to do one season of a show, and for any show, would you rather do 10 episodes or 24 episodes where you have to split the money between 24 fucking episodes? You also get to put that more into production value when you put it into yeah, exactly. 13 episode seasons. Like You can use your money more effectively Not in a shorter amount of time. Not only does HBO spend so much money on Game of Thrones as a whole. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are only ten episodes to spend that money on too, mm-hmm. so it's not like the show is any cheaper to spend their money on. It's they're they're just, even getting shorter as the seasons go. Yeah, they're getting yeah. shorter with the same budget. <laughs> it's because so, they know people will watch it. They know people are invested, and they can make the show and not worry about ratings and all that. Whereas yeah. all these other networks have to meet exactly. deadlines, which sucks because yeah, it network limits TV, the creativity. Network TV, guys, network TV, networks are killing this. Seriously, it's just. I mean, the thing is, if you had like uh, Arrow, Flash, or any of those shows yeah. on Netflix or even Hulu, I think we talked about this mm-hmm. before. Like basically, in a medium where it does not require you to meet network mm-hmm. uh, qualifications, mm-hmm. you can have so much better stories being told to yep. these characters. That's kind of why I like Legion right now because Legion is following its own formula. Like I have never seen not only a superhero show but i've never seen a show like this this Mm -hmm. is a crazy ass show if you did not know (laughs) legion is eight episodes and that's it yeah that's crazy it's on fx netflix is the is killing i mean aside from the early iron fist reviews which is the first time Mm -hmm. i've heard something has been like hated on netflix yeah generally their stuff is super well reviewed and super good Mm -hmm. and it's because yeah like hemlock grove that yeah they (laughs) Hemlock well, I don't know. was the first one uh, that wasn't that what didn't go well, yeah, but like House yeah. of Cards, like like I mean, the documentaries, yeah. the movies. The thing like, is, dude, when Netflix talk, documentaries, holy shit! <laughs> the thing is with Netflix now is that they're actually have so much money that they're putting into their own original shows that mm-hmm. there are going to be things that people aren't going to be okay with. Uh, what it was before is Netflix developed certain shows and they everybody received them 
incredibly well because it was like a general idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, like if you didn't watch like superheroes, you don't watch these shows. Mm-hmm. But like there's these random shows now that are like drama based that if you don't like the characters or what's going on in the show, yeah. like you might give it a bad review because you don't like it. Right. Like you didn't know beforehand because it's you read a little synopsis when mm-hmm. you're talking about like Marvel's. You're like, all right, well, Marvel, I know, makes those superhero movies. I won't watch it because I don't want to watch superhero movie. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. It changes the game a little bit when that happens, too. It does. It's yeah. sh- people forget that this is a business. <clears throat> yeah. And it's clearly a business with network television. The yep. thing, though, is they'll make more money if they make good stuff. And I think that that is starting to finally click in people's heads. Where if you make things good, people like it. Yeah. They will buy more. I mean, look at TV from uh, twenty years ago, and then look at TV now. Mm-hmm. Network and it's TV is a different. dying model. Yeah, network yep. TV is a dying business. Mm-hmm. Like streaming to... is where it's at now, for yeah. sure, and where the market is moving towards. And you can't tell me that if, so, if people like more, if more people like content that you're producing, they're more likely going to buy the merch that goes with it, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's no. good for everyone. Look at all the Game Just of make good shit. Bullshit we own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I> we, mean, <laughs> you can also look at it like if it's well-produced, even if it's something that you don't think your friend will mm-hmm. like. Like, for example, Game of Thrones, how everyone was like, you should watch this. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like high fantasy or the story being told behind it or the, mm-hmm. like, the theme of it, right. you like it because the story is really good. It's an actual good television. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like. Granted, to be fair, we are talking to our audience, you guys out there, and you guys are part of a very certain um, group of people, I guess. Like you, I like to think that we're all here to experience good storytelling. Like, I just want to see good stuff. I know a lot of people who don't care a thing about storytelling, and they don't even want to see. Yeah, they just want to they they want to work their job, go home and relax with a beer and just watch something stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And Which that's is where, okay. Yeah, that's perfectly, fine. That's perfectly fine. That. That's still something else to experience, you know? Yeah. That's a different market. Mm-hmm. It just shout. sucks when good stuff is limited because of like imagine if the Flash was 13 episodes. Oh my. It would be phenomenal because the story it would be fucking amazing. Season one would be amazing, Whoa. better, way better than it already is. I like, and I love season one, and it's a great season. Mm-hmm. But season if it was arrow. just 13, 14 episodes, Dude. the Flash season one That'd be nuts. would be a piece of art. Dude, yep. imagine like Flash, or I'm sorry, Arrow season two when they had Deathstroke and it was only thirteen episodes. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Like that, like even with it being twenty four episodes, that season was still phenomenal. Yeah, but like that was still if you cut away the fluff, mm-hmm. dude, Ooh. cut out all the fat and just short condense it down. I, honestly, yeah, season three and season four would be much better, uh, much more well received. Yeah, if that was the case. I mean, it was kind of a mess to be. Maybe with, if you then... combine three and four into just one season, you cut out all the fluff. Good. I cut out all the fluff and literally just like the problem with season three was Ra's al Ghul was an inconsistent villain. Mm-hmm. He just he just really wasn't a villain. He was kind of like, hey, uh, I've got these things that I need to do, and do you want to do it? Nope. All right, I'm gonna come kill you. Mm, but I don't really care that much about all this. <laughs> yeah. Like it just seemed very apathetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Like, mm-hmm. This is something. Yeah, he wasn't like he wasn't like intimidating. No, per yeah. se. He was he killed people and like that sucked. That like that's intimidating. But like he wasn't intimidating. Yeah, I, I actually was very disappointed with how they did Raish because I, I I've, I'm a very big fan of that character. That's a pretty big character, Dude. man. I expected him to be I don't know. Intimidating. I just a just good he smoked dope or dope. I've smoked dope or dope. <laughs> dope is dope I've ever smoked. <laughs> Pineapple Express. Wow. I, I can't wait for the... Uh, the movie. <laughs> I can't wait yeah, for... To be clear. Uh, Gotham's cast of Rachel Gould. Dude. Did you guys oh my see God. who got cast? Yes. Matthew McConaughey? I don't know why no. I said that. Who? What? Uh, uh, the prince of Dorne. Dorn. In Game of Thrones. Who? Not the prince, the, the king. The King of Dorne. I thought, oh, okay. I thought he was still considered the prince. No, he's, he's, he was prince. still... Was he? Th- 
wasn't he the they're all princes. Princes. and he was the brother yeah the, 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 the brother, older the, the older Whatever, the guy was in charge the guy was in the Oprah's wheelchair older right, brother. Right, right, yeah. cool. they cast yeah. him as Raish I was like dope. yes he looks awesome dude he's perfect yeah, he's perfect oh he's out. and his acting is on point yup uh-huh. do you get any Game of Thrones alumni <laughs> oh yes it's a solid win yeah. most of the time he didn't get that much to do on Game of Thrones and I was so sad because every time he was on screen I was like this guy is great yeah. this yeah, guy's cool. Cool. and I guess we'll find out with Iron Fist yeah he's like Finn Jones that's what I was like most of the time. We'll I, think Finn, I think Finn Jones is going to kill it. I just, I think that... You know, see, Finn Jones might be great as Iron Fist, mm, but, but everything else around it... just bad. Yeah, so don't say that. I'm leaving it because I don't know what it is. Let's, um... Shall we close out? Are we, yeah, are we... Have we hit our mark? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, we're good. Thank you guys for watching the show. If you guys like us, be sure to support us over on Patreon. Like us on Facebook. We're really trying to get that Facebook going. Get the yes. Facebook going. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Lachep, at Fred's under, underscore oh, Sully. Yes. At Fred underscore Sully. Yes, I suck. At Jeremy Lee with three Ys. At Noel Lachef. What were you going to say? No, I said I suck because I have an underscore in my name. I yeah. mean, it's not a big deal. T- uh, ignore Tim Gettys when he says underscore No, no, it, like, it, it just... It's not a big it, deal. It drives me up a wall. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it drives me up a wall. Damn it, Fred, every time I have to type you out, I have to... Press the other the number. Yeah, button. exactly. That sucks. What, uh, I have to switch keyboards. Damn you it, to, Fred. You have to press two extra buttons. Yeah, true. To get to that keyboard, I had to. I wanted to try to get Danny Shepard or Danny underscore Shepard, and all of them were taken. So, so I had to stick with Danny Lachep, which is like I'll tell that story one day. Yeah, and I could have done Jeremy underscore Lee, but I specifically did not want to underscore, so I just figured something else out yeah. with no underscore and no spaces. Mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Spleeb one. Spleeb one. Splooge. So <laughs> I was going to take Spleeb one out there. Hashtag Spleeb one. Yeah, tweet at us. At Spleeb one. No, no, don't tweet at Spleeb one. Whoever out there has Spleeb one, tweet at us. And what's up, what's up, hashtag Spleeb? that young. Hashtag that yeah, young. If you, what if up, you, Spleeb one? Okay. What? <laughs> And you can, however you want to spell it, and what time is it? Numeric <sighs> one, late. or spell out one, or like Too one late. phonetically. Oh, dude, I don't I know. No, wait. I think that place is open till eleven thirty. Dude, yeah, fucking. Let's postmates. Hey guys, we're finishing up uh, this podcast, and then we're going to uh, eat a lot of food. <laughs> we're about to. We're about to gorge ourselves gonna, in, in a gluttonous. It'll be a feastful feast kings. of garbage. Food. I'm a fat man on the inside. Tacos. Yeah, we're good. And wait, so what's happening, dude? We're gonna order is those. the episode done? The episode's we done, still, man. Yeah. I mean, you can going? use this as a post-credit scene. I already said our, our well, outro. Uh, wait, Samuel, okay. su- su- support us on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Like our Facebook page. Uh, Guys, help uh, just help support the. We're trying to build this community further, and we're doing everything we can on our end, but we need your help. So get on the Reddit. We're about to relaunch ismahawk.com. We are trying to do all this stuff to try to build this community up and and give you guys, I, I don't know, just I, just a community to be involved in. Yeah. I, I think this is like such a cool opportunity for all of us to to make this more than just a dumb YouTube channel with a couple idiots sitting at a table talking about dumb stuff like superheroes and Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones isn't stupid. It's no, it awesome. isn't. It's awesome. Superheroes also awesome. Yes, Talk about stupid stuff like Jeremy's Twitter handle and... I don't know. And my and, Instagram and, and Twitter handle. Yeah, and your Instagram and <laughs> like Twitter our, handle. And me probably eating metal shavings. All our, right, we love you guys. We're going to go get some tacos. Hell yeah, tacos. Adios. Adios, amichachos. Woohoo, tacos. Dude, I'm so excited for these tacos, man. Am I changing? Are you excited for tacos? I'm always excited for tacos. Dude, and are we getting dessert? Are we? Or that talk of sugar that we had earlier, is that going to sidetrack us from getting getting this.